What transition would we like? Um, the, the one with the, was the dart just threw me. <laughs> Have you seen Arthur? <laughs> Maybe. Oh I my gosh. Know, yeah, I was like, as soon as I was like thinking we were doing a relationships one about love, mm -hmm. that immediately came to mind. <laughs> I was like, I need, really? I need an <laughs> Arthur, I need an Arthur transition, the love duck. <clears throat> oh, Arthur was a staple of my life. For, I loved Arthur. Time, yeah, yeah, I didn't remember that episode, but I do love Arthur. Oh, you mean Arthur's in the TV show? The Arthur. Yeah. TV show. What do you think? I I don't know. Oh, have you seen Arthur? Arthur Arthur Christmas. I have. Yeah. It's awesome. great. It's a great show. Yeah. So it's a very good show. I went dressed up uh, to a party once as Arthur, mm. the Arthur, <laughs> and my friend was DW and my other friend was Buster the Rabbit. Love that. We'll put a photo on Instagram. There'll be a photo on Instagram if you want to go see me. It's that very is good. Incredible. Yellow jumper, blue jeans, Converse, ears, Ooh. everything. Oh, it's fantastic. Dude, backpack. I'm, I'm so. You that don't. Library card. You don't understand how happy this makes me. <laughs> <laughs> to find a fellow Arthur enthusiast <laughs> makes me. Oh, mate. So An Arthurian. I am. An Arthurian. Yes. Oh no, that makes me very happy. So I'm. I'm glad. Hi, Zach. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm good, thanks. We're just ignore him for now. Yeah. Don't, you don't see he him. doesn't exist. You don't see him for now. So I'll right. blur him out in the edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A big, a big blur. A big censored bar. Right yeah, so. I'll put a big picture of Stephen Fry. Yeah. Oh. Then, I mean, no offence. We do good, wish no, you were Stephen Good marketing. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Um, how's your week been? It's been pretty good, thanks. Yeah, yeah. it's been all right. It's been uh, since our last episode. It's been working. Have you been on any dates? I have not been on any <laughs> dates, no. no. But I've been as vulnerable as I can, Zach. That's Most good. Most of the team. Yeah, no, that's good. Have you been on a date? I have not. Ah, oh. no. So really, we suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, last episode doesn't have any bearing on. Yeah, our last real episode life, was really. on dating and relationships and stuff. It was a listener yeah. request. That if you didn't watch it, that's probably going to be lost on you, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, what's so, today's episode on that? So today's episode, um, and partly the reason that you're here, um, we'll acknowledge your existence now. Okay. Is that we permission to speak um, uh, before we go any further um, please state your name and occupation to the camera just so everyone's on the same page uh, so I my name is Matty or more commonly known as Matt and I'm a student in my third year studying biochemistry and we've never met before we didn't know that we met him on the street literally yeah. about five minutes ago yeah yeah we just went podcast yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen a film? I've been waiting for years. <laughs> I've been prepared my whole life. <laughs> is that we wanted to talk about movies. We wanted to talk about films, cinema, because mm. we ha we touched on the cinema <clears throat> last episode. We did. And your hatred for going with people. Yes. Or um, just people in general. Uh, yeah. Cinema <laughs> <laughs> so was my medium of expression. <laughs> um, and so we thought we'd follow on from that mm. and talk about what you see at a cinema. Yes. Um, and so each of us, I believe, has... And there's three of us here. And there's three of us, um, has compiled a list of five films. Yeah. I've got ten, actually. Oh, <laughs> ten. Wait a while. Oh, yeah, wow. Just, right, just throw it up stage, oh, you guys. <laughs> I've got seven, because I've got some backups. As well. I've, I've got <laughs> like some wow. music one. Yeah. I've got some bonuses. Yeah, we'll, we'll have some bonuses and we'll have like some runners up at the end yeah it didn't okay. quite make a list but it's hard it's, it's hard to have five it is, is a small number it is yeah. it? did you manage okay yeah i, 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 I literally them, prepared this list years in advance yeah i asked them when they came in like oh have you 
sorry. He's like, I've been ready for years. <laughs> I've been waiting, <laughs> I'm for, waiting this for this. <laughs> but it's a special day. Uh, I've got a nice special shirt on. Yep. I'm prepared. And I think I know. Are you familiar with our podcast format? Uh, yes, somewhat, yeah. yeah. You'll know that we have a whiskey at the start. Mm. Oh, that's why I'm here. I got us a special whiskey because it's our I'm first very ever guest. We've never had a guest. For, for reference, Ewan has been hyping up this whiskey. I have. It's very special. All week. It's a really great one. All so week. I went. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm um, really that, excited. That means you've had to see him multiple times this week. <laughs> that, I'm true. sorry for your loss. <laughs> It was in person and over text and, yeah, and everything. I couldn't escape you the can't. hype of the <laughs> no, whiskey. You can't. Wow. So I went so. in again, saw Linda at the whiskey shop again. Linda, you know her name? I First do. name? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I go in there quite a lot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was chatting to her again. I was like, you know what? I need something. I've, this is what I've got in stock. Mm. I need something special, Linda. And she's like, some options around. And then she pointed me to this one. And I was straight away, I was like, okay. that just looks. Because it's, 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 it's a very old and very old very familiar brand mm. but they've recently done a little bit of an update Ooh. and as soon as I saw their brand new design mm. I was like yes it's in a Batman bag I got this <laughs> uh, for my 19th birthday oh that's so not awesome. the whiskey <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> the bag the bag that's awesome I got a Batman um, rubber ducky nice I got a Batman films Batman keychain Lego Batman keychain and this wow. Batman bag okay so a that's very impressive. pertinent question would be do you like Batman? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about the whiskey. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I, I love Batman. He's just the yeah. coolest. He's my favourite hero. Do you want a little reveal? Let's do it. This is Ooh. a Campbelltown whiskey. Oh, I've been to Campbelltown. It's a Glen Scotia oh. double cask rum finish it whiskey. Oh, as well. Yes. Doesn't look gorgeous. That purple lining mm. around the edge. Purple um, is the colour of royalty. So we've, we've pulled it out for you. It is really uh, a fantastic Stop whiskey. It. <laughs> There it is. Oh, Very pale. So it's only five, six years old aged. Wow, eh? But it's, oh, wow. so what, what happens here is, um, double cask, what that means is it goes on one cask and ages to the minimum mm. length of time, which is three years, up to maybe four or five years, something like, around that kind of time, which is why it's so pale, because the longer it stays in, the darker it gets. So very pale, mm. so not very aged, but mm. that's okay, because what they do is they take it out of that barrel then and put it in a second cask. Wow. And this cask, they put it in as a rum cask. So it's a eight month aged, Rum finish, double cask whiskey. Oh, whiskey. Nice. Rum comes from America, I believe. So yeah, Campbelltown. This used to be one of the greatest and most popular regions of Scotland for whiskey. Um, now this is probably one of the last few distilleries left in Campbelltown. There's not many, but it was voted last year when this came out the greatest distillery in Scotland and therefore the world. Oh, okay. And we get. To drink it today. I'm so excited. Isn't that great? This, this is amazing. This is cool. And also, see in episode two, I was complaining about this. Yeah. Tab. Uh, you've got tab the tab. To help you open it. Yeah. Although, I think can't forget it. After I absolutely flopped the opening of the, the bottle in there. Oh no. I got it. I got it. Oh. We're good. We're good. I was getting flashbacks for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Look how easy that is. Look at that. Oh. And I, 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 I like to keep the seal on top. Mm. Nice. Have a little wheel. Yes. Oh, that's the a whiskey ASMR. Oh. Mm, right, Zach, plus your wee, your wee, your wee oh, oh, that's, mm. you, shouldn't really, you should never really sniff at the bottle, but it's mine, so I'm going to do it once. Mm. There you are, sir. Thank and you very Matthew, much. would you like some? Yes, please. Lovely whiskey. <laughs> no, at this point, it's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the taste of the bottle will change as it, as it gets sort of below the, 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 the first eighth. Because it's like oxidizes slightly and it will change. Is the that taste. true? I've not known that. Mm. That's the thing we're learning about whiskey. Oh my goodness! 
See, this is when I was like, a chemist, so he knows these things. Um, so I admire, firstly, oh, yeah. look how pale that is. So pale. Yeah, it's very strong because because the less you age, you age it, more alcohol it usually is. Smells good. Um, you should notice it's quite vanilla-y, quite rich. Mm-hmm. And then that rum will really bring in a really um, beautiful kick in the end as well. So yeah, have a wee taste. Have a wee taste. I'll, I'll admire the legs of it, show it to the audience. You can see the legs, it's a bit to drip down inside because of the oil. Not very complex because there's not many legs. What are you thinking? Oh, it's good. It's good? I mean, that's as much as they can tell, so that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's also as much as I can tell. Mm. But the, the experts here. Mm. You can taste that rum coming mm. right at the back, little spiciness mm. at the end there. That's fantastic. And it's got a very like smooth vanilla start, creamy, mm. and then a rich ending. I, lo- I like that a lot. Back in the mouth, very rich. Oh, is, it, is it chill filtered? Ch- uh, I don't know. Let's Should say. We have a look at the how box? You have a look. I think it's not. We'll mm. see. Um, I don't know what that means. Oh, oh, oh. So, companies, <laughs> some companies will chill filter okay. their whiskey. Um, it's mostly aesthetic. So, chill filtering essentially is they chill it and then they filter it. It's very self explanatory. Okay. And that gets rid of the fatty acids and the esters uh, and it makes it sort of clearer. Oh. Um, it's very pernickety and I don't know why they do it. Um, it's purely aesthetic, so the whiskey doesn't look as cloudy, mm. but you mm. miss out some of the smell oh um so that that fruity smell that you get from whiskey is from the esters non-chill oh. filtered there you go yes all natural color. i just saw that that's in good. back there oh, yeah. um, yes non-chill filtered so that's good yes. always if you can get non-chill filtered more that's natural good. right yeah yeah, yeah more yeah. natural yes yeah. more natural hello there Films. Films. Let's chat films. Are you a film fan, Matt? Big time. Big time? Big time. You go mm-hmm. to film a lot? Oh, you're a very rare, you find one of these people, he holds an Odeon unlimited card. Huh? Uh, it's limitless. Limit. Oh. oh. <laughs> Spot the guy. Ooh, I mean, I don't have one. one. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one. Too poor to afford one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. On this. what does the card entail? So, that's, that's a good question. Thank you. So, I you, try. <laughs> he's, he's done this before. <laughs> he has, he has. You essentially pay a lump sum every month, which is uh, £15. Ooh. And you can essentially see any film, any time, as many times as you want. I like wow. that. That's good. That's great. I so, like that. You save a lot of money. If it's like two or three films. Yeah. 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 Ooh, you it costs you, about 15 quid. Yeah. You watch Top Gun, what, five times? I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can save so much money. It's actually I spent shameful. a lot of money. I must have spent, I reckon, about... 60 or 70 quid being <gasps> and then you that's could, not including you could snacks. have spent 15 yeah spent 15. i know yeah and, and that makes me a bit sad oh, but dude. i wasn't thinking i just wanted to see it again i went to bed and went i have to see it again <laughs> it is insane. a great film it's great film. it's a great film mm. does it make either of your list it might do it might oh okay you know what i haven't updated my list for for top gun so it might might make it an honorable mention okay. yeah. do you want to start us off Zach, with what your first favorite film is okay um, my first favourite film, and this is genuinely my favourite film. Is, is it number one of the yes. It's not like it's somewhere in there. No, no, this is <laughs> my favourite film. When anyone ever asks me, what is your favourite film? Mm. This is always my answer. 13 hours. 13 hours? I, what? Is that one with John Krasinski? Yeah. Oh, what Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. I've never mm. heard of this. Oh, wait, it's what? Really so good. Explain it to me. 
So this private military contractor firm are brought in to protect an American ambassador mm. in the middle of Benghazi. Okay. And obviously this is the time of the... It's a, based on a true story. Mm. And this is the height of the tensions between the Middle East and America. It's after 9-11. When did the film come out? Ooh. Like... Question. 2000s? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Maybe like 20... I want to say 15, 2015? 2015. Oh, 2015. Oh, wait. 20, no, oh, I don't know. Late. Yeah. How have I not heard of this film? I must have been old enough to watch it. So maybe 2016, 2017. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know. I should have, I should have looked that up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's a fantastic film because it's basically everything goes wrong and they realize fantastic. that the entire city of Benghazi and effectively the entire country uh-huh. is against them. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we probably say spoilers. Yeah, there will be a <laughs> massive the spoiler. <laughs> yeah. And these few soldiers are then stuck for 13 hours without That's reinforcements. Hey! Yeah, without any help protecting this ambassador from the entire city that are coming out to. Well, I don't feel kill like them. I recognize this film. It's a great film. Mm. Who's in it? John Krasinski. Uh, or have you seen The Office? Yeah, so it's Jim. Yeah, so yeah. it's Jim. And also Roy from The Office is in it. He's one of the soldiers as well. Yeah. So but it's, it's but John point. is like built. Wait. Yeah. Swole. Are they yeah. like... A, he inspired a, me to work out. Parts of the film. As you can see. <laughs> it worked really well. <laughs> <laughs> For all of a week. That's why you've got a really uh, baggy jumper. Yeah, yeah, I had to hide mm, my true muscle. form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The camera couldn't pick it up. No. Um, so at, at some parts of the film, are they on a roof? Yes. And they're like getting attacked. Yes. I have seen this film. I didn't know what it was called, yes. but I have seen yes. this film. That's okay. what you can remember. Yes. That yeah. could be I just remember them being on a roof shooting stuff. That's all I remember. <laughs> right. That makes so much sense. It's a great film. So it's, it's why film. do you like this? Why is it number one beyond all else? Um, so I, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily the best film ever made. I would suggest that Lord of the Rings is up there with the some of the best films ever made. You're talking like IMDb top 10 kind of style of like yeah. everyone's favourite films. Mm. Yeah, but also in terms of actual production mm. and story and acting and all that kind of stuff, I think Lord of the Rings is, is up there with the best of the best. Um, That's right there. But, Lord of, but um, 13 Hours, to me, it has everything. Mm. It has the family aspect um, because the soldiers, they're private military contractors so they're not soldiers who are out on tour mm. who are there for however long with their families back home these are guys who are called up and so they leave their families l- literally the morning of wow. to then go mm. out to these countries so you've got the family element where they're trying to get back to their families and all that kind of stuff you've got this kind of manly brotherhood <laughs> thing which i'm just like that's sick mm. you can tell um, that it's a manly bro film because they always yeah. whenever they greet each other it's that cool kind of yeah. thing <laughs> and it just echoes throughout the whole land yeah, you know? yeah. Um, <laughs> but the story's great the acting's great the action's great and it just everything about it I think is is really good and I just I've watched it like five or six times now see how you mm. view that film yeah that's how we view John Wick <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right. a good way of putting it yeah, okay. yeah. yeah that's understand. how it is I understand because yeah. it's that gritty fun action kind of based in reality it's not like a gung-ho crazy 
suspend disbelief action yeah. film mm. but it's also got that emotionalness and it's yeah. got that niceness to it as well but that's cool I, I did not think for a second that would be your number one yeah I did not think that that's my mm. yeah I mean the other films on my list might be a, a little bit more um, see this is I, I would have sworn <laughs> that your top two or three would have been so artsy or crazy oh okay I could have interesting. sworn interesting. that yeah. or like not, not like a a gung-ho action film because I mean, you've yeah. got a lot of stuff in there, like emotional stuff as well, but it is a gun yeah. action film as well. Yeah. And I would not have pegged you for that. Really? That surprises me. Okay. So, yeah, 13 Hours and Lone Survivor, they came out at a similar time. And Lone Survivor. So Lone Survivor. Was that the one with Mark Wahlberg? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I didn't see that one, but I kept seeing adverts for it. Yeah. Do you go into films just not knowing their names? Honestly, you'd be surprised. Because a lot of them are Netflix. Based. Oh, okay, yeah. So you just yeah. kind of scroll, well, that looks fine, poop, done. Okay, yeah. Do you, what do you can I just ask a question before we go yeah, on? Yeah. Do you prefer to be in the cinema, at home, on your phone? How do you love to watch a film? Yeah. If you could. I mean for me it depends on the film. Okay, fair. And it depends how much I want to see the film. <laughs> because if I really want to see the film, I'm cinema all day. When did you see the thirteen hours? Where did you see that? I saw that at home. At home. Me and my dad watched it. We oh. had like a um, guys night in oh, it was, it that's, was that's a good film for a guy night in that's exactly. a good film for boys but if it's a film that I really want to see and I want to just kind of bask in all its glory mm-hmm. I'll definitely go to the cinema but if it's a film where I'm just kind of indifferent I'm like oh I don't like, oh, that's really just a film. care yeah. um, then like John Wick yeah <laughs> yeah I would never pay to watch <laughs> that's going to be John our Wick. theme for today by the way we're going to mention it a lot Zach yeah. hates John Wick and we hate mm. him that's not true we don't um, it, coming from my job already <laughs> um, yeah he's coming yeah he's next replacing me if he can learn to edit he's next yeah the common the common <laughs> bond of John Wick is pushing me out it's a strong bond what can I say <laughs> um but yeah, so those two films came out at a similar time. This back is to back, they're great. Interesting is that there's a weird thing that sometimes happens in the world of film where two films come out mm. that are basically exactly the same mm-hmm. at the exact same time. Like it happened yeah. with White House Down mm. and Olympus Has Fallen. They're literally the same film. The exact same film. Yeah. And they came out within a, like a month of each other. Yeah. And I literally I can't differentiate which one's which now. People yeah. talk about it and I'm like, I know Mike Banner which is just Jared Butler playing himself, is in that one. Basically. And it's Channing Tatum in that one, but I don't know anything else about which stories. Which. Jamie Foxx is the president in White House Down. Yeah. Is he? That's like, I thought it was Olympus Has Fallen in my head. No, I Who think is the, it? Is Eric Guard? Aaron Eric Guard? What's his name? I think. Two Face? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in the yes. other one? Yes. Which is Olympus Has Fallen? Yes. Right. I get mixed up so bad. Which one ends with him flying a jet into the White House at the last minute? Sounds like Olympus Fallen. You know what I mean? Like the, and the kid waves a flag and the jet goes away. Or something like that. They chase the jet. I swear, they chase a jet, a jet off of the flag. What? I'm not kidding. Is that happening? Yeah, I, the... think, I think that's why I was down. Yeah, that <laughs> happens, right? Yeah, they chase yeah, yeah. a jet off of the flag. I'm not yeah. kidding, yeah. Oh my it's word, freaky. these films are so stupid. They're so bad. <laughs> but I loved, I loved London Has Fallen. <clears throat> that was a, such a dumb that's film. That's all the incredible, weird exciting action of Olympus has fallen in our own country mm. <laughs> and, and even worse acted yeah oh yeah <laughs> well who needs good acting got explosions. I, I do kind of love that film in a way because I love to watch it and just laugh at it because it's just it's so bad yeah. <laughs> it's so dire 
but it's but it's awesome. That's another good boys night. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen them? I have not. Any oh, of them? Me no. Too. You don't see Olympus has fallen. White White House Down. No. So so the <gasps> the one. Uh, no, sorry. So I've seen White House Down. Yeah. Yeah. And do yeah. you remember them waving a jet off with a flag in that one? No. Okay. Well, you okay. might have watched Olympus has fallen. <laughs> no, I've definitely seen White House Down. <laughs> okay. Channing Tatum. Well, well, yeah, Olympus has fallen is White House down with more swearing. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> that's basically. Yeah. And, a, and a Scottish guy pretending to be American. Yeah. It's like, how did he get past immigration? Horrible. Yeah. It's so bad. It's awful. Because he slips in almost randomly. Yeah. Scottish accent here and there. It's yeah. very bad. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not good. Mr. President. <laughs> that's what he talks like. Oh, I've only seen. Uh, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Yes. It's a Don Cheadle. They give him uh, an English oh, accent for some oh, unexplainable reason, yeah. and it's the worst yeah. thing I've so ever heard. So there's him. There's, um, and then what's the guy from Mary Poppins? Oh, like, oh, Mary Poppins. Oh, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, those are the two worst. I think Don Cheadle's is worse. I think we can't mm. slander Dick Van Dyke. Though. Oh, okay, that's fine. We'll just mention I, Don Cheadle. He <laughs> is the an icon. Yeah, he's an icon. He's got a really bad English accent. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, he does. But That's yeah, so Don Cheadle's accent in that film. I love that film, and but every time I get to his character, I kind of have to skip it a bit because I just mm. can't listen to his character. Yeah. It's so awful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. If you haven't seen the film, go watch it and tell us how bad it is. It's mm. so the film's mm. great, but the accent is just mm. cool. Blimey, is that kind of thing? Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Gross, and that's coming from a Scotsman here. Mm. That's a bad English accent. Yeah, Th- those were great films though. Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, Thirteen. Mm. Eleven, fantastic. Twelve, a little bit worse, but still pretty great. <laughs> Did they slowly yeah. decline? Yeah, and then Thirteen, fantastic. Mm. And then I, I didn't see Eight, but apparently it was. Oh, yeah, like you know, we all, don't talk about. All yes. you need to know is it had James Corden in it. <gasps> oh, oh no! I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I think our pretend wisdom for the day should be one. John Wick's a good film mm. <laughs> and does actually get over it and two any film James Corden's in sucks boycott it yeah it's apart from one what's the one film Cat <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah take it back he's in the hallway no, no the one film is the the Paul no it's Paul Pot the Paul Potts the opera singer it's the only good film I James Corden has ever done. Film. I didn't even know that, that was a film. Yeah, so James Corden played Paul Potts, who was on like Britain's Got Talent or something Wasn't like that. Paul Potts like a dictator in, in like Vietnam. Yeah, or Paul Pot. Yeah, <laughs> Paul, yeah. Paul, <laughs> Paul Pot was yeah, but Paul Potts. Look, I'll I'll see if I can find the film. Oh, he's on his phone uh, on the podcast. I'm oh, so anti-social. Look at me, I haven't even checked mine once. Yeah, just... mine's. Oh, my, that is mine. Okay, I guess technically I'm <laughs> using my phone. You are my phone. Pop-up. I'd never heard of Pop Pot, but almost every time you see James Corden in the film, I feel kind of bad for the guy because he is in a lot of terrible things. I don't. <laughs> Maybe you see the, the what was it? The article about him recently was shouting about. Oh, he was. Yeah, I shouted at some weight. Gavin Stacey, amazing show. Mm. He is Smithy still in my eyes, mm. and nothing will take that away from me. He went into film, did a weird musical film, in the woods, mm. did Cats, did some other weird films, none of which were good. Went into late night TV. Wasn't good. Bombed it. Yeah, because it used to be Craig Ferguson, who's amazing. Then it was I him. I love Craig Ferguson Craig so Ferguson. much. Um, yeah. He was one of the best talk show hosts ever. Mm. And then it came um, James Corden. I forgot his name there. <laughs> then it came James Corden and just trashed it. And now he still is in, is in films. 
and they all sucked. Yeah. Mm. So I think our pretend wisdom should be stop employing James Corden. Stop employing. <laughs> yeah. Let the man retire. He's got enough money. Let him retire yeah. and do something. Yeah. Go paint something. Yeah. Please, so the, James. I know you're film, listening. The film is called uh, One Chance, and it's about Paul Potts, who is a shop assistant and amateur opera singer, and then he becomes famous and wow. stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. It's actually quite a good film, and it's the only good film James Corden has ever done. Well, I've never seen it, so in my head, he's never been Yeah, he's still sucks. Fair enough. Fair enough. Understandable. Um, Matt, mm. would you like to give us your first mm. top five films? Well, absolutely. When I, whenever I um, give my first favourite film, mm. I condense it from three to one. You might see where this is going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I give I think I know all three of the Lord of the Rings as one? You, uh, do you know what? I will allow it. Will you allow it? I will allow it because I am also doing that on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I will also, I will also allow that. Well, you have backups yes. for this question. Yes. Yeah, 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 so I've got, I've got bonuses. So Lord of the Rings is off, off my list. But please remember that I love Lord of the Rings. Where would it have been in your list? Did you, did you, uh, so let's check. Do, are, you, are yours in order? Like no, P1, well, two, other three, than five? 13 hours, no. So that's the top, so that's and then the, the rest top, is just And then the rest, uh, I don't have a. a Are they in any them. order for you, Matt? Oh, yeah. No, this is number one, mm. two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, mine's just in okay. sort of the top five, not necessarily in order. Unbiased. Yeah, it's just they are the top five. I can't put them in order. Okay. But mm. oh, sorry, Carol. Lord of the Rings. Where did you first see Lord of the Rings? Good and when? Good question. Because mm. I think for people our age, we weren't in a state to watch them in the cinema. Mm, we were yeah. young. So for me, I watched things with my dad and my brother and my sister over like three weeks. And it was the best thing ever because yeah. dad had them sat there. So he, my dad, we had a big video shelf mm. and then we had dad's section in the corner. It was 15s and 18s in the nice. corner. And that's where the Lord of the Rings was. It was like in the adult section. Yeah. And so as we grew up, we'd get to watch films from the adult section with dad, like, like all those mm. films. And then we'd get to a certain age we can watch Troy. We get to certain age, and we watch the same part right like all those films. Um, yeah, yeah. And this is one we watched with Dad. I think I was about like twelve or less than that. I think I was younger than that, mm. maybe about six. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my um, But like watching that like with Dad. Yeah. Where did you watch it, Matt? I watched it at home with all the family. It was oh, a family occasion. Family day. Um, I mean, it's it's a day. <laughs> it's yeah. a day. Well, you say that. Um, Spoilers, in case anyone oh, sorry, yeah. for some reason hasn't watched it. Let's just put a blanket. There will be spoilers for any films you hear about. Mm. We're not going to um, tap around here. If you hear mm. a film you don't want spoilers of, skip ahead. Mm. But also, if you don't know the story of Lord of the Rings... That's also a good point. Where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> you've had 20 years, man. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then you had the books before that. So you've had at 100 least years. Like 70 years <laughs> yeah. to understand the story of Lord of the Rings. Mm. So... Yeah. Anyway, they um, my parents stopped the film um for bedtime. No, just after Gandalf died. No, <laughs> so they didn't even finish the first film. <laughs> no. Wait, what? That is the end of the first film, though, isn't it? <sighs> well, that's so cruel. No way. Yeah. That's so, it so did, cruel. Didn't dinger that little bit of little bit of ending. That is. But then that also means right when you wake up the next day and watch the end of the film, you get ten minutes. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. It, yeah, it was it was brutal. That is why did why did they stop it? Why it was time for bed. And they, oh. they were ruthless with it. Like oh no, we'll to the pause it and watch it the next day. Yeah. Oh, did they not see that? Did they not know? It was one oh no, they, they'd seen it. I, I think they it was only my my twin and I that hadn't. 
hadn't seen it. God, yeah. what was your thinking at that point? You're going to bed. Could I you was, sleep? No, I was, <laughs> I was devastated. <laughs> Worst day of my life. Um, no, it was. Um, yeah, it was good. So that's, like, that's like almost halfway through the film, right? I think so. Because you're thinking, yeah, it's the last, yeah, it's, it's the last bit. No, because then you've got the whole Aemon Hen thing where Aragorn fights off all the Uruk-hai while Boromir then fights Lurts. Oh, you're right. Lurts Oh, you know what? Fair play, Ferris. Yeah, fair play, Ferris. So halfway... Yeah, but I feel like halfway through the film is even worse. Hey, bedtime, man. It's a strict budget. You know what I mean? I'm with parents here. I'm with with mom and dad. Bedtime is a strict destination. You've got to go with bedtime. I'll stand with the children. Put your foot down (laughs) and a match in the middle. (laughs) He is a child. You're the neutral one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I love those songs. I've genuinely seen all of them at least over fifteen times. Wow, that's what about so the extended cool. editions? I've watched all the extended editions. So you've seen yeah. you've seen all three films fifteen times ish, you think mm-hmm. roughly? I've so definitely seen the first one. How much time is that? One. That's like almost fifty hours. Oh, that's half his life. That's two, that's <laughs> that's two days you spent, two whole days watching mm. these films. Absolutely. <laughs> now the thing is, I have. I, I can't just watch one of them. I would have to like watch all of them. Understand and so that. I mean, yeah. if I never quite make it to the end of, of watching the third one, it just means that I've watched the first or the second one just so many times. That makes so I've sense. definitely seen the first one more, and I think that's my favourite. The first one? First that's show. interesting. Yeah. I really? always find the second yeah. and third ones, like wow. the third one's my favourite because it's got the most stuff happening. The anyway. second one's my favourite. Hey! It's oh, so that. well. Look at Beautiful. That. I used to, I used to like literally binge the Helm's Deep scene. Oh, mm. oh my goodness! Higher marching, mm. um, and that freaky dude, like. the the barbarian, runs at the wall. Yeah. Legolas mm. to shoot him. Yeah. yeah, I feel so bad for Legolas because he's the best archer in the world, but can't shoot a dude. And the one time yeah. is when he blows himself up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if you've not seen that film, it's going to sound crazy. But it's crazy. You should watch it. Yes, it's good. You should oh. watch it. But I feel bad for him. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, he's a bad archer now." Like, no, he's not. He tries best. <laughs> Who? You know, that? people in, in the film, they're going to be like, oh, that Legolas guy, couldn't you shoot a weed? He shot weed like, what, four hours? Kept him four it? times in the neck. Yeah. And that guy just kept going. Yeah. Like, I didn't care. Yeah. I think it's his fault, not Legolas's fault. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Can we just stop the hate for Legolas, please? Okay, I know yeah. it's been going on for long enough, thank you. Orlando Bloom. Yeah. What a man. And then, because he, he, he saves it by sliding down the stairs oh, with yeah, a, shield a shield. And kicking oh. a dude in the face with me? the shield. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. So, so in, in my house, we had we had a rule where we had to read the books first before. Oh, that's a, no, I like that. That's <laughs> no, a good I, yeah. Wish, yeah. I can't I mean, read. It that. was more for the culture than like strict parenting because mm. it's like these are absolute classics of literature. Mm-hmm. So you need to intake them first to understand the richness of the story, mm. and then you can watch the films. Fair. Um, and. Yeah, so I was slaving away through these books and all my friends were like, oh my gosh, that scene where Legolas slides down the stairs. <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> where, where, where? <laughs> Flicking through. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, oh. they're great films though. They are great. And really one good of the very few times where the film matches, I think, the books. Because, I mean, the books are, I think, yeah. a lot of folks think the books are better and that's fair, but Almost every time you see a film mm. that was a book, you hear that, oh, the book was so much better. Oh, they mm. missed out this bit and that bit. Yeah. But I think this is a good adaptation of it. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know if it's better or worse. Like, I don't think you can compare them in that way, but it, it is definitely, you, you watch it and go, that's the books. I yeah. see it in there. Yeah, it feels the same as yeah. well. And they have, all the, they have as much as they can. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, Hurry is just a flipping long time. And then it you've is. got the extended editions. Oh well. my goodness! Oh yeah. my yeah. The That's Hobbit, the Hobbits, where it kind of deviates. <laughs> you mean becomes terrible? Yeah, we, do, yeah, we don't. We don't talk. About They're that. not part of this discussion. Mm. It's the three, the three Lord of the Rings films, not yeah. that trash that comes after. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's just Und- CGI everywhere. Understood. Oh, my apologies. Understood. You a Hobbit boy? You like the Hobbit? I love the book. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no. the book good. is not a book. Mm. The book's amazing. But it the came um, first. yeah, but the films they're not the same. No, they're not the same. Trash. Mm. Yeah. Awful. I enjoyed. I'm gonna want to hate here. It's I enjoyed the, worst the first one's really good. I enjoyed the first. The movie. second one is good because of Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then they kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the third one is just kind of annoying. It's awful. And then it's the, that stupid scene where they bounce the dude down the the, the river in the barrel and yeah. kills all the orcs. Like, what? Yeah. What's happening there? Can't so imagine I, that happening in the first three. Can exactly. You? And mm. I remember reading the book and getting to the Battle of Five Armies mm. and just being astonished, not only at the fact that five armies are all fighting each other, mm. but also in the way that Tolkien was able to talk through mm. the story of five armies fighting each other. Yeah. Like, how do you navigate this story mm-hmm. of monumental scale mm. in a way that's actually engaging? And I feel like the films kind of ruined that a little bit because it became centred around Azog, the Defiler, and Sucker. Thorin. And, like, that's not... It's supposed it's to be about a wee story. hobbit. Yeah. It's supposed to be a wee mm. hobbit doing a wee journey. Yeah. Mm. And getting some cool shirts and stuff. Mm. You shall not pass! Right, we have 15 films to go through, so I'm going to oh, yeah, skip so we, need, we need to run through. I'm yeah. going to give you my first of my five. Yes. Again, not in any particular order. My first of my uh, top five is Saving Private Ryan. The 19, late nice. 1990s-ish. Um, amazing war film that is Saving Private Ryan. Great film. Yeah. I love that film. I think it's 98? Something like that. Maybe. Mm. 97? Or right. 2000s, maybe? I don't know. It's roughly the same age as me. Um, mm. 99. Uh, and I... Adore that film. It mm. is fantastic. I first saw it again. That was in the dad section. Yeah, so it was an eighteen, obviously. Thank heavens. Um, so oh no, it's an eighteen. Have you seen the first scene? Yeah. D Day. Oh, oh no, it's brutal. And the guy's but... guts are hanging. Oh, if, yeah, you yeah. if you're of uh, weak constitution, this might not be a film <laughs> for you. Um, but yeah, so that was in the dad section, and I got to like sixteen, and dad was like, "I won't watch it. We'll, we'll, we'll bend it. We'll get it." So I was 16 when I first watched it. Mm. Breaking the rules. Don't call mm. the cops. Crazy. crazy. But, um, and I get to the first scene, and I'm, f- I'm like, oh. Yeah. Because oh, the first scene, if you haven't seen it, is D-Day. Mm. And it's one of the most horrific depictions of D-Day you've ever seen on film. Mm. It's literally the first scene after the intro is a guy getting a boat, and all the guys around him just get shot in the head instantly. Mm. And he has to jump over the side, get in the water, and a guy next to him gets shot in the water and bleeds out everywhere. Gets onto the beach, drags a guy who gets blown up halfway through, and he's dragging the rest of his corpse. Gets to the, an anti-tank hedgehog, and just sits there. And the rest of them are like, oh, you got to clear out. So he runs away. Guy gets shot as a medic, and then he gets to the beach landing. He has to throw an explosive to get the beach landing going. He has to send his guy out to get shot by an MG42 and breach through the whole thing and get into the trenches and kill everybody. It's insane! Mm. It's horrifying! And you sit there the whole time, and it's like constant action. You get no breath mm. until the mm. end of this thing. This is the beginning mm. of the film, mm. and you're just sitting there going, 
ah, <laughs> just someone help this guy. Mm. And it's just, and then it has a little break and then the rest of the film starts. But yeah. that intro is one of the best things on camera. Mm. Just the way it's shot and the way it happens and the way it makes you feel that panic and the, mm. feel the craziness going on. Mm. Wow. And history-wise, it's great as well. Very accurate. Yeah. Accurate guns, accurate um, tactics, accurate armaments, accurate everything. Mm. It's fantastic. It's a great mm. film. Um, and even the hidden elements <clears> as well. Like there's the one scene at the top of the, the beachhead where there are these Nazi, in inverted commas, um, soldiers who are surrendering mm. and they say something in some language. Mm. It's not German. Mm. And that's it's a different yeah, it's European country, which I can't remember now. It's, it's mm. like Serbia or something like that. Right. Um, make more sense if it was Polish it doesn't really matter it's <laughs> some sort of some sort of different European language mm. and that's also incredibly accurate mm. because there would have been soldiers from different countries being forced into the the army and being mm. recruited um, and so there's no subtitles yeah. for that bit and so there's no indication of what language it is or what they're saying mm. and that really brings to life this the chaos of different languages just going around all over the place different countries being involved it's mm. it's amazing yeah and also the brutality of it because they instantly after that yeah. shoot the guys yeah. in cold blood because it's a war mm. crime yeah. and it's the americans didn't it the, the quote-unquote good guys yeah. because that's just what happened you were just wrong place wrong time mm. that just sucks uh, and and this sounds weird but i kind of love that not in like a yay war crime kind of way but like a um like that's just the brutality of what it, it doesn't shy like. away from it yeah and yeah. it really goes for it and you see yeah. that later in the film as well like, this is a story about it's not about Private Ryan despite the name this is about Captain Miller Yeah, a guy who just wants to go home mm. and that's the whole film it's a guy mm. who's got to do this thing so he can go home yeah. and that's it yeah. and I love that and you see that when they capture that German soldier um, that shoots the medic they're like we want to kill this guy and he's like I don't care like mm. No, because if he goes away or if he stays, I don't care. As long as I go and do my mission, I can go home. Yeah. We kill this guy or not, I don't really care because that won't get me home. Yeah. And I just love that aspect around the soldier that just wants to go home and just has to keep going because he's on the surface, this amazing captain, this amazing soldier. Mm. Who you'd expect to be some gung-ho American, but he's not. He's a teacher. Mm. He teaches, what, literature, I think it is, yeah. he says. And he just wants to go home to print his, his, his rose bush. Mm. It's like oh, which makes it even more tragic. Spoilers when he dies in the end. Mm. Do you know? Because it's like this guy just wanted to go home, and he had to sacrifice himself for this kid to go home instead. Mm. And then his final dying words of "Earn this" to Matt mm. Smith. Oh man, That's that would him. haunt you, wouldn't it? And you can yeah. see it haunts Matt Smith when he starts crying at the guy's grave. Yeah. Like oh, have I earned it? Am I a good man? I don't know. Yeah. Man. So I, I love that film. It's a, great <laughs> film. it's a great film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just sublime on almost every level. It's what mm. it can't be faulted, I don't think. I'm going to fill up my whiskey glass and you're going to give us, do you want some more whiskey as well? Mm, number two. You're going to give us number two. Um, so this one <clears throat> is potentially a little bit of a curveball. Uh-oh. Um, actually, I'll save the curveball for later. Oh, okay. Lull you guys into a false Ooh. sense of, a false impression of me. Here 
Um, my second one is 1917. Oh, war films again. I'm yeah. loving it. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. that is just incredible. Yes, that's and a film that needs to be seen in cinema. That's yes. exactly. I refuse yes. to watch it not in cinema. I agree. I agree. Or with a really good set of headphones at the yeah. least. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That is, a, that is, I think it's correct to say, a beautiful yeah. film mm. in visual sense. Yeah. So when did you first see 1917? Um, when it kind of first come out mm. um, it was a couple of months after it came out we did it was 2018 it came out yeah which really in one way really annoyed me because it was like make it come out in 2017 yeah 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 no it was 2018 2018 yeah yeah so it's like kind of annoying because it's like dude this, they, these are the years of the centenaries mm. of the first world war yeah mm. so why would you not make a film that's called 1917 come out in 2017 mm. the actual centenary of the events that you're describing because they probably thought about it in 2017 what was she doing yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Um, but this film is incredible and really accurate all that kind of stuff um, obviously to a certain extent um, but one of the things I've always wanted from a first world war film mm. is two hours of soldiers sitting in a trench doing absolutely nothing, mm. scared wow. out of their wits, mm. while nothing happens. Do you know what that's like? Podcast. <laughs> so that's what we're doing right now. It's <laughs> two hours of us just sitting here. We're scared out of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> hey, these windows, man, you don't want to know what's out there. Wow. Yeah, we're, we're holding you hostage. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's how we get our guests, actually. We <laughs> kidnap them. Yeah, off the street. Just wake them hostage. Yeah. Force yeah. them whiskey as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he, he is whiskey to drink. Yeah. Yeah. So, what um, is this film? This is Sam Mendes' film, right? yes, mm. director, great director. I love Sam Mendes. What's this film about? So, um, there's going to be an assault on a German position, <clears throat> and they get some intelligence that basically tells them that this assault is going to be an absolute disaster. Mm. Everyone's going to die. It's going to be horrific. Um, because the Germans have kind of lured them into a, a bit of a trap. Am I right in saying it's Colin Firth is the general given these yes. orders? Ah, I like Colin Firth. He's a yeah, great yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. And so they realise that this is a trap, and so they send out the brother of one of the officers who is leading the attack. Mm. They send the brother, his brother, to go and give him this message saying, don't do the attack. So the brother and one of his friends... Um, they set off on this journey to tell the brothers to that, stop the attack. Yeah, to stop the attack. Yeah, and and that's basically the entire story. Yeah, and mm. it's just literally them trying to get to the end. I think it's important that they, you say that the, the the whole story is this journey because mm. it's a very unique film that it's all one take. Yeah, one that's shot, the unique yeah. thing about this film is yeah. that it's you start off with these two guys next to the tree, and then you follow them and obviously there's hidden cuts here and there but you don't see them anywhere yeah. mm. and the entire way through you follow these two guys from A to B and all their trials and tribulations yeah. and it doesn't give you a breath yeah. anywhere there's no mm. cuts there's nothing and you are the third man yeah. in this two man journey yeah. it's amazing interestingly though because the whole film is like you say one, one shot one take mm. um, the only time where that is broken is when he is knocked out, where the main character, he's knocked out by the German soldier mm, yeah. that he finds in the That's building. Right, yeah. He flies back, hits the wall, and he's unconscious. Mm -hmm. That's the only time in the film that the action stops mm -hmm. and we're given a breather because it's just a black screen. Yeah. 
And so from a filmmaking perspective, that's incredible. Yeah. Because not only is it really visceral of what he's experiencing, but it's also forcing the audience to experience it as well. Mm-hmm. Because for so long it's been this one shot. We've been lulled into this feeling of one shot. We're just following him around. This is, this is what the film is. And then suddenly there's this hard break yeah. where it's not one shot anymore. It's just plain black. And then it comes on to one shot again. Mm. And that's like, from a filmmaking perspective, it's drawing the audience in to experience what's happening in the film mm. as well. And that's awesome. Yeah, I, I really like, especially that scene in particular, gave me a fright in the mm. cinema. I was shocked at my mm-hmm. face. Because um, there's not much gunfire. I mean, there's some big battles here and there, but for the most part, there's not much gunfire. Yeah. So every single shot that you hear scares the life at you. Yeah. And like, I'm lucky enough that I've heard real gunfire next to me and around me and it's it's terrifying mm. right when you hear machine gun fire or like rifles or whatever going on mm. it's very scary mm. but these are long rifles so even louder than that and so it would be absolutely a snap crack that's all you'd hear as it hits next to you or it whizzes past your face mm. and it wouldn't be the classic Sylvester Stallone yeah. it's yeah. whoa what's happening I don't know and that does a really good job of identifying when you get shot at you duck, you hide, you're scared, you don't think, you just go panicky and you yeah. just, and you feel that watching it, whenever you feel that yeah. um, someone gets shot, you feel that crack in your whole heart, it goes, Whoa! Yeah. it's terrifying, I mm. love it. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I could literally talk about 1917 all day. But we don't but have time. We don't have all day, so <laughs> let's, let's jump in. Matt, film number two. Interstellar. Ooh. I love that film. Ooh. I love it so Whoa. much. It, Can we just hang on please? Yeah, what a choice, sir! What a choice. That's a good film. mm. I shockingly forgot about that. I'm ashamed to admit. Yeah, that should be on my top five. I didn't think of that at all. It's a great. It's so good. The the soundtrack for me carries it. Incredible. So Hans Zimmer once again. Absolutely. Can we just have a moment to appreciate? Hans Zimmer has only ever done films that are masterpieces, Mm. which is. To begin with, it's like, oh, he's lucky to work on those. Now it's like, actually, maybe he's making it the masterpiece. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, and the the director, Christopher Nolan, one he's of my favorite directors as well. Genius. He's a gem. He um, told Hans Zimmer that it was a story about um, <coughs> a father and his daughter, mm. and Hans Zimmer wrote that. He knew nothing about the script. Wow. And he wrote that. He didn't even know it was about space, and yet really? it fits so well. That's awesome. That's he wrote the entire, I that. the entire score. So I, I have, after this I'll show you, we have, I have a vinyl of that, um, no that, that mm, soundtrack. That's awesome. And whenever I'm just having a whiskey or something in the evening, I like to put that on. Because mm. it is, and put it on my headphones or whatever, because it's just so, I mean, obviously, it's very spacey. Mm. And it's just, it, you just go somewhere else when you listen to it. It's mm. just amazing. So wh- wh- yeah. when did you first see this film, Matt, and where? This, this is a film that, this is one of these films that if I had the opportunity to see it in the cinema, I would, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I saw it at home. Oh, no. Again, I think with my, um, all my family. Did you ever see it in cinema? No, I think <gasps> I was too young. 2014 it came out. Um, oh, you didn't see it in cinema? No, no. That's scary. And, and and I saw it in cinema. And in many ways, I'm kind of glad because I would not have understood it. And yeah. also, Nolan's films in cinemas are famously bad for their sound mixing. So. To be fair, this film... I saw it in cinema, blew my face off <laughs> how good it was. And mm. I think it's a whole different experience mm. in cinema. So if you get a chance, oh, 
you no, should I'm watch sure it. they'll rerun it. Yeah. Oh, they, and if they do, you should definitely. Because I, I want saw to. Movie, I want to do one of the ones where they show the film in like the Royal Albert Hall, and then you have Ooh, the full the, the orchestra. orchestra. Yes, yeah. so they're doing that's what I really that want to do. That would be the perfect film. Are they doing it in Stella? Not for oh, Instella, so the, uh, the Batman, the recent Batman oh, film that came out. Okay, we need to... Oh, the Batman. To, yeah, I, Dude, well, I really want group to group trip? Yeah. Let's go. Cool. If you want to come with us, let us know on Instagram <laughs> or on the comments below and we'll take you with us. Yeah, DM us. First comment comes with us. <laughs> Win the chance it. to go to the Royal Albert Hall yeah. and pretend wisdom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a trip of a lifetime. Once in a lifetime we'll opportunity. will never forget it. Mm, no. That we can assure you. <laughs> mm. With how bad it'll be. You'd be having nightmares for years. <laughs> yeah, we'll go to that. Um, why do you like this film so much? I it's so first of all the soundtrack, incredible. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I love a film that's intellectual that you've yeah. got to think about and understand. So Chris Nolan film, films are intellectual. He does that a lot. There's there's a film that messes with time. Mm-hmm. You need to see it at least twice to understand yeah. it. So can I just say the proudest moment of my entire life? Mm. is watching Chris Nolan's film Tenet mm. and understanding, understanding it in the film. Yes. I understood yes. it in the cinema. Not everything, but most of it. To enough to be like, oh yeah, I know what's going on. Mm. I understood it in the cinema and I felt so proud of myself. You should. Walking out and nobody else knew what was going on. And I was like, that's impressive. I've made it. Uh, mm. I had to this do lots of reading. But I, I don't mind that. I love reading around films. Mm. But uh, I, yeah, yeah. I had to properly research <laughs> that one. <laughs> a mess in my mind. Uh, yeah, I, I love Interstellar because the science in that film is all technically possible and they mm. recruited scientists to make sure it was accurate. Kip Thorne, he's a yeah. brilliant scientist whose mm. book about that film, so he came on to um, advise on that film mm. and his science blew everything out of the water because they had to create a model of a black hole for this mm. film and they didn't have one. Obviously, what does a black hole look like? No one knows. Mm. So mm. they used Kip Thorne's science and his data and they made the first ever accurate model of a black hole wow. for this film Incredible. and it was so accurate that it's to this day it's never been beaten wow. it's so accurate and they have now in the past year or so gotten proper images of a black hole yeah quote unquote proper um but until that it was the leading model of that's black hole. awesome and it was for a film <laughs> that's and awesome. that blows my mind that's awesome that's insane that's how good this film is mm-hmm. it blew physics that's how good this yeah, film yeah, is yeah <laughs> yeah and, and even the wormhole you know you see a wormhole is like a tunnel when you go through it and you get this whooshy thing yeah it it's, it's it, yeah space. but in, in real life it, it's a sphere yeah and that actually blew my mind because i was oh in your head a wormhole two-dimensional but mm. then it's a sphere, you go, oh yeah, of course it's a sphere, because yeah. it's three-dimensional space, it's warping, yeah. that makes so much Ooh. sense, and I never thought about it. Mm. And then Chris Nolan's like, obviously, mm. Chris Nolan's there. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I love it, and then the, the, the fifth dimension stuff with the, uh, they call it them, don't they? Yeah, oh. the sort of future human people. Yeah, yeah. And, and technically, it, so we know very little about the fifth dimension. No, we don't. It exists. Uh, that is technically possible. Yeah, to it's, view it as incredible. a spatial... View mm. time as a space. It's so if you aren't physically minded or need to watch casual films, this is not a film for you. This is mm. a very much a I need to sit here and think about this for three hours and then go home and research it. But yeah. if that's your style of film, this is film. the best film mm. for that. Film. It's the best film. Emotional. Yeah, it gets yeah. me every time. It's one of the only films that consistently yeah. will make me emotional. And good watches in that film. I'm a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really nice Hamilton. That's a lovely Hamilton Ooh, to use. Nice. Yeah, it's a gorgeous nice. watch. Yeah, yeah. Know what I found weird? 
about that film. It has Timothy Chalamet in it. It does. Yeah. I didn't clock in until like a couple months ago. It's like he's the that's young brother. Chalamet. Yeah. 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 Wow. The mental. acting, acting that film. They got some big names as well. They got yeah. Michael Caine. Yeah. They got McConaughey. You got um, uh, Affleck's Jessica brother. Chastain as well. Yeah, Affleck's yeah. brother. What's his, what's his little, Ooh, little Affleck? Casey. Casey yeah. Affleck. He's pretty good. <laughs> little Affleck. <Yeah. laughs> little, I'm sure he'd love that new man. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of other wonderful people. And Matt Damon oh, appears. Yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah, forgets. He, yeah. he didn't tell anybody he was in this film. And halfway through, it just appears out of a bag. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Matt Damon. Whoa, okay, sweet. Hello. <laughs> Dr. Man, all right. Yeah. You once told me that when you came back, we might be the same age. And today I'm the age you were when you left. <laughs> this might be a real good time for you to come back. Um, so, film two for me, mm-hmm. Monuments Men. Have you ever seen The Monuments Men? No. This is a great film. Back to World War II yeah. again. Um, Zach, have you ever seen Monuments Men? Yes, I have. It's incredible. Ah, yes, someone's seen wow. it. Yes. I, um, I keep calling it Ocean's Eleven in World War Two. That's literally what it is. Because yeah. it's got that cast. It's yeah, got it's a similar cast. Monuments. Basically, that, yeah, it's that style of the yeah. biggest names you can find. So yeah. this film came out 2015. What? Yeah. There's shocking reviews. <laughs> I know. People hate it. Well, but I don't I understand love it. why, though. I love it. People didn't understand the film, I think, because it is a fantastic film. Wow. Mm. But um, so the film twenty uh, mid twenty tens ish, yeah, somewhere mm. in there, um, uh, about uh, again based on a true story, which just makes it even better. Mm. About these guys who were architects, artists, all these amazing people from the UK and from France and from America, who came together and went, you know what? You've got Americans charging through France and through Italy and through Belgium and through Germany. Mm. You've got Germans running away through all those places, and you've got Russians advancing from the other side. That's just destruction. Yeah. And you've got Italy, some of the best cathedrals and monuments in the world. You've got France, some of the greatest architecture in the world. You've got yeah. amazing pieces of art just lying around and being stolen by the Nazis. Yeah. Who's going to protect that stuff? And it's these real guys who actually went out to the front lines to tell soldiers, please don't blow up that cathedral because we need it. Oh, because wow. at the end of the war, what's left? Yeah. You've wow. got these amazing, beautiful, hundreds of years old you know, um, statues and buildings mm. that are culture you know mm. that, that's your whole country's yeah. culture wrapped up in that that's been blown up because of war and it's now at a stage where okay it's looking pretty likely america's going to win mm. this part here and that russia's advancing pretty good here mm. and that britain's doing pretty well here and germany's doing badly here so <laughs> let's start thinking about the post-war era mm. where's the art going where's the culture going what's happening to it and so these guys went out and sort of protected the art as yeah. best they could and yeah. it's amazing the cast superb yep. it's um, what's your handsome man name George Clooney, Clooney. George Clooney the handsomest man George there is Clooney in a war film I can't Amazingly see Amazingly yeah he's really good wow. George Clooney Matt Damon uh, uh, who plays the British Colonel oh he's in Downton Abbey he's the main guy in Downton oh, Abbey Hugh Bonneville Hugh Bonneville I love yeah. Hugh Bonneville Hugh Bonneville um, guy who plays Sully in Monsters Inc John 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 it's John John it's John yeah Yeah. and lots of other amazing names too that kind of Um, they're all in this act their asses off and give you a very funny John Goodman John Goodman thank you yes yes. Yes. a very funny 
extremely emotional, very mm-hmm. uplifting story, all in one. It's a great film. And the music's amazing too, there's a little like more tuned kind I'm of thing. So, I'm like. excited. And, oh, and, um, oh, there's another amazing name in it as well. Oh, what's his name? John Van Claude. No, it's going to annoy me. I'll come back to this. Um, but yeah, so um, Bill Murray. Yes. Bill Murray, I can't remember, I forgot Murray. Yes. And you get these moments where it's just really funny, you're laughing out loud. And then moments where you're thinking really solemnly about, oh, what about art and culture? And then some moments where you're almost in tears mm. with what's happening in the story. Mm. And it honestly is just one of the best films ever because of that. And I it's concur. true. Right. Which makes it even better. Yeah. Loosely, but it's all true. Yeah. Uh, I nice. think that's fantastic. Great film. Yeah. Love it. Here's a clip. And then you. Okay. Um... So my third film, now I'm going to throw the curveball in there. Oh, okay. Okay. Ready? I, I might do a curveball um, as well. My, my third film is Luther. Luther? Ooh. Wait, Luther. I it's, a, it's an old film with one of the fines. I can never remember what, which. Rafe Fiennes? It's not. It might be Rain, Randolph? I don't know. Yeah, so the guy one of the fines. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's not him. That's Ralph. Isn't it's it? the... It's his brother. One of them. Okay. <laughs> One of the Fines <laughs> brothers. The brothers. I didn't know. They, um, <laughs> they, uh, he plays Martin Luther. Um, and it's the story of Martin Luther. And his. it starts with him being this Catholic monk. And then his conversion story. Yeah. And then um, he obviously then nails his 95 thesis onto the door of Wittenberg mm-hmm. Church. And... Uh, in Germany yeah and it just mm-hmm. launches this whole reformation and it's this it's the story of Martin Luther <clears throat> the trials um, his friends the woman he ends up marrying wow. the trials that he I has they made a against, film about this. it's great because yeah. that was Georgia. recently it was the 500th year exactly like five years ago wasn't it I thought exactly. you were going to say this happened recently <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Luther was a 60 wasn't he <laughs> um, no uh, it happened uh, I was at a conference, the World Live conference, when it was the 500th year yeah. of the Reformation. They all made a whole big deal of it. It was a very annoying. You've but been to World Live? Many times. Really? Many times. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I was a student once, do you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back in my younger years. Yeah, like, um, a long time ago. Yeah, days. yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> um, he used to ride a velociraptor to university. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, come so on. They base I had a car Pratt with you. the. No, and I'd never realised they made a film about that because I thought right. of all places that's where they were showing it because they were going hard on the whole 500 years. It's Woo! really hard to watch. Is it? It's not on any streaming service at all. Where did you see it? I've got the DVD. Oh, Ooh. how old is it? This film? It's really quite old. Like 90s? Potentially. Potentially. Or like really early 2000s. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, that's not really that old. Oh, it's, it's that. That's crazy. how old you are, mate. That's your entire life. That's ah, not that old. That's <laughs> pretty old. That's a good point. It's very young. That's very young. Yeah. yeah. But for a film, that's quite old. Well, Lord old. of the Rings, 2001. Yeah, I wouldn't consider that old. That's pretty old. That's quite that's old. That's not that old. That's, that's medium. It holds um, up. And we've got 90s films in here. Come on. Yeah. But no, that's, that's an incredible film. I love it. I've watched it at least 10 times. Excellent. It's mm-hmm. a really, really good film. Should nice. definitely see it. Well, I, I, I never knew that existed at all. Yeah, sounds like it's a good cast with the yep. one of the fines. Yeah, that's a fine acting. That is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're on a roll today. Yes. Yes. I was waiting for that. Um, wow. 
Uh, and yeah, it sounds it's and it's a topic that is also quite emotional and quite because you, you, then what happens afterwards is just death and destruction, basically, oh, as that. the Reformation takes place. A lot of burning. <laughs> what did you say? I missed that completely. I don't tell you what, Ian. Listen, listen back to the podcast <laughs> yeah. when it comes out on Spotify. <laughs> My motivation to listen to. I haven't listened to the last one yet. It's um, it's a great film. I look forward to watching it. Yeah, and so do they. <laughs> You're up. Film number three. Mine is. You might. I don't know what your opinions of this. Mine is La La Land. Oh, well done. I love this film so much. It, underrated film, weirdly. It, yeah, weirdly, it's very popular. Won Oscars, but weirdly underrated. I think I just, Zach looks very unhappy right now. Oh, is it the ending? Are you one of those? No, just don't sad again. about the ending. <laughs> no. Do you not understand it? Yeah. Do, do you <laughs> like music? What is it? Do you like happiness? Nice. No, it's because I have an opinion about this film, and every person that I've told this opinion to <laughs> tells you wrong. Absolutely okay, let's hear it. Let's get out. Now, of the way. everybody, let's pause. Get ready. Get typing in yeah. the comments about how wrong Zach is, please. Yeah. If it takes Hit the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Is this John Wick podcast? It's. Mm. Not a good film. Okay. Just blanket. Okay, you're, you're so wrong. It's the music, so the music is good. Yes, it's incredible. It's the whole jazz. Film. Yeah. Yes, but the film itself is is not a good film. What? Why? Yeah, Give state like, your reasons. It's just the the acting is annoying. No, it's not. The the story. They, they want they want Oscars. The story there. feels really. The stories. <laughs> I mean, they technically they yeah. almost got an Oscar. No, Emma Stone. Oh, yeah, she got one. Yeah, yeah. Um, fair, fair. <laughs> the film didn't. Yeah, no, that, that was that funny. That was funny. <laughs> the the story feels incredibly generic, and it's just generic. You're so wrong. Yes. Name another film. Oh that my man. goodness. Name another story you heard it's... where it's a failed jazz artist and an actress trying to come up in the world. Yeah. And he, they meet and fall in love, and then they separate. Again, spoilers. Separate in the end and then come back together again and separate in all that other stuff. Yeah. Name another film like it, that. It ruins the Hollywood trope of the happy ending and I love that. But that's the it's only so thing ungeneric. that makes it unique. No, it's not. And the fact that it's a jazz musical. Not many yeah. that I'm going around. It's... And it's They wanted to change it to a guitarist and Damon Chazelle, the director, said he wouldn't release it unless it was jazz. I mean, that piece works so that. well. Yeah, it suits Ryan Gosling so well. Mm. Yeah. Who's a great actor. Yeah. I love that guy. So why do you like it? Ignore like, oh, this fool. First of all, I'm, I'm I love the music. I'm very happy to be wrong. So please oh, that's good, because you are. Well, you are <laughs> I just want to say, me. it's okay to have your own opinion about a movie, but that one's wrong. That, yeah, that, that one is specifically just blanket that wrong. Yeah. 100%. Mm. All right. Uh, it's it's the ahead. music. This film made me fall in love with jazz. And I absolutely mm. love jazz. Well done. It's the cinematography, which goes underrated. So they, Damon Chazelle plays with colours in this film. I do love the dresses um, and stuff. Dresses. Amazing so colors. in every single scene, you can see all the primary colours. Every single one? Every single one. That's why it's such a happy it's, film, I guess. I'm pretty sure. But it, at least in, in most of the scenes, you can see the primary colours. It's That's incredible. Amazing. And um, both me and Sebastian are represented by two colours. I think it's uh, red and purple. Mm-hmm. Um, and you is can she, see them she, separately when they're... red and he purple? Right? I, I think so. Yeah. Um, but when they merge... Um, that the colours combine. It's really cool. But it's, like it's so subtle. Just in, in certain scenes that they're in, there'll be like, either like a red light in the background yeah. or there'll be purple. I um, think that's the kind of stuff I love about filmmaking where they think that mm. much into it. And it, oh, it's, it's, a, like it's a gorgeously visual film. It is. Even in the set pieces. Um, and then just the story in itself 
I love the idea that it's a bittersweet ending. I, I hated the ending because I wanted them to be together. Yeah, but that's brilliant. And I brilliant. hated why they weren't, but I get it. Like, I get that that ruins the whole trope and stuff, but I yeah. just like, but they were so nice together. <laughs> no, but the thing is, if they'd stayed together, mm. they wouldn't have both achieved their dreams. If but, they stayed together... What if they were together instead of it? No. Ooh, no. This, 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 <laughs> this, this film is a love letter to Hollywood, but it also ruins the Hollywood trope beautifully. I, I, um, I agree. It is a lovely film that I saw once and enjoy it a lot, a lot, saw it twice, and I feel like I can't really watch it again because it does take a lot of effort to watch in a way. I can't, I can't really just casually, because it is a lot going on. I haven't seen it since I saw it in the film, mm. cinema once, at home once. I just haven't watched it ever since oh, then. Do it. it I, I do, I love it, but I've never been in the mood to watch it. Yeah, I think it requires a certain mood for me to watch that film. Okay. Interesting. But you just a difference of opinion there. Yeah, no, no. And I, we're okay with that. Yeah, we both we're like okay with that. We're, we're intellectual men. Do you want to know a fun watch fact about that film? Yeah. So horologically, the watch Ryan Gosling's wearing is an Omega mm. that is from the 60s, 50s, 60s sort of era. So it's pretty old even for that time. Mm. Um, but that watch no longer exists ever. It's That's a reference cool. number 21130, I think it is. Mm. doesn't exist at all. There's no recorded history because it's not a special watch. It was just like an everyday watch back in the day, mm. and so nothing existed. So they had to get photos from like black, like crazy old photos to get details of it and recreate the watch wow. from scratch. Wow! Isn't that really? and then just to have it just basically for one shot where he checks his watch. See, the now, if it That's was a detail. film about the watch, <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> it would have been great. Stop it. At the very heart of it, it's at least uh, a romance film. That you can at least enjoy well. that. Yeah. No, but I find the ending happy now. Yeah. I've watched it so many times. I think it's a happy. I end. do find it good that they're not bitter at the end. Where it's like, oh, he's cheated. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's achieved it, and that's the nice. Ending, and the okay nod. Yeah. It, in, little... in both of the, his other films, it ends similarly to that. In First Man, if you've seen that, they oh. they end with the the two main characters staring at each other, mm-hmm. and the, he ends both films. films in the same way. Not to spoil it. That's one of my favorite films. It's, it's a great film. film. Um, I'm gonna give you my third film then. Yeah. yeah. Master and Commander, Far Side of the World. Good film. You seen that? Yeah. You seen that film? No, I have not. This is a superb film yeah. about, came out 90s, I think it was. Russell Crowe is the king, or the, or the captain of a an English Navy warship. Mm. What's the name of the warship? I can't remember the name. It's, it's a real ship, beautiful ship. He's mad Captain Jack, um, and he is... Uh, being tasked to hunt down this French naval ship because they're at war with each other. Yeah, they're at war. Um, and they travel around the Horn of South America or Africa. I don't remember. There's a Horn of Africa. There's a Horn of, of somewhere. So they travel I don't remember very anything far. About they travel world. basically the entire world to try to catch this ship, mm. which is much bigger than them, much better than them. It's got better armor than them. It's got mm. bigger everything than them. And it's basically just this Captain Jack bonding with his crew and how the relationship works there mm. showing his wit and how he can overcome the odds and the adversity of this film amazing accuracy and, and like what's going on in the naval aspect of this time period which is mm. like what 1800s less maybe before that and um, and just everything about it is just a great adventure film where you're just going on a trip with these guys around the world and doing some cool battle stuff yeah. But that's not much of it is battling. Most of it's just like ship life. 
and going to cool islands and like the relationships going on and it's Russell Crowe mm. oh. good film love good it film. and right. uh, Jarvis is in it from Iron Man Paul Bettany mm. Paul Bettany yeah that's his name I can't remember his name I remember character names he's but not such actors. an incredible actor he's mm. amazing I wish I remembered his name more <laughs> how good he is um, but he's fantastic and I love that film and you should watch it and the director's cut is better because really? it's just got more okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Film number four. This is another curveball out of the blue. Ooh, I'm um, it's completely different to every other film that we've mentioned tonight. I'm ready. Um, it is Wallace and Gromit. <gasps> Which Cur- one? Curse of the Werewolf. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a I'm film. Big fan of that. Big Absolutely astonishing film. Is that the one, the most modern one? Uh, so no. not the one where it's clay animated? Or? No, so um, Where Rabbit is clay animated, and then you have Loaf and Death, which is also clay animated, and then you yeah. have like the more animated, the like Grand um, 3D Day animated. animated. That's one of so the, the best. So the Grand films. Day Out is the, the first one where awesome. they go up to the moon. The moon. Mm. Yeah, and that's the first. Like it took them apparently like eight years to do that film. Yeah, which is insane because it's it's dude. incredible. Let's just give it a hand. Ardman. Have you guys seen Creature Comforts? Oh, no. That was oh, again my childhood. Dude. That was my childhood. Friday night. <laughs> Friday night. Creature yes. Comforts for that so, next Friday night takeaway. So what they did is the Ardman team basically interviewed a bunch of normal people from the British public, mm. and then took these interview mm. clips and animated animals out of clay and all that kind of stuff oh, wow. and animated animals saying what the public had said what? like using their voices and everything yeah. see when you describe it like that it sounds so bad and so crazy but it's incredible but it's one of the funniest things it, you've honestly, ever seen when a polar bear is talking about the weather it's just the yeah. best thing yeah oh oh I might have seen clips of that it's honestly yeah. go look it up right now it's, pa- pause the podcast go look it up yeah getting people to pause the podcast mm, welcome back welcome back yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Hopefully you've uh, had a good giggle. And now there's you know loads of clips on YouTube, full episodes, things like that. It's just a great show. Wow. Yeah. Um, so Creature Compass is great. But yeah, Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with that film. It is. The thing I love about that film the most is that as a kid, it's a fun, goofy film. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. But as an adult, the innuendos are stifling. Incredible. Oh my God. When oh, like, she, a lady, what's her face? Just standing Tottington. there. Tottington. just stroking the melons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. yeah. And there's a, there's <laughs> a, a bit. kid, you're just like, oh, she's got melons. Yeah. And they're like, oh, she's got melons. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and when there's a bit where Wallace kind of crashes through the tent like roof <laughs> and he <laughs> lands in a box and he's got no <laughs> clothes on. <laughs> and the box just says, may contain nuts. <laughs> it's literally just over, it's like, wait, oh, it's incredible. Need, right, that's uh, another film we need to watch. And, it's a um, great film. There may be a large rabbit dropping. <laughs> that's because there's a, obviously the big wear of it. And then sure. as a kid, I was like, yeah, of course, it's going to fall. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, now yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, rabbit poo. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a good film. And yeah, Wallace and Gromit as a whole. British institution. Yes, Love it them. is. There is it nothing is. wrong with Wallace and Gromit. Mm. As British as the as you know the the Crown, the crumpets and tea, mm. and Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, mm. I mean that is just incredible and crackers and cheese. You don't get better than Wallace and Gromit. You don't. So. And I, it, it's one of their best adventures. Yeah, for definite. Mm. And the the, the way they managed to make a completely non-expressive penguin 
in one of the other films. <laughs> yes. Completely non-expressive penguin. It. I love the it. most terrifying villain yeah. in cinema Absolutely. history. Absolutely. <laughs> it's this little penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, With dude. With a hat as well yeah. sometimes. Oh. Insane. I, are you Incredible. the glow? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this should just be, your, your section should just be Aardman. Yeah. <laughs> or just Wolf and Gromit. Because yeah. all of their stuff is just My whole list sublime. should just be, yeah. Oh, I just, I just, the Shaun the Sheep films it. are good as well. Not I quite the, the same. I saw the TV show. I never good. saw the Yeah, film. the TV show is goated. That really was like, incredible stuff. It was like a Thursday night when I came home from school. Yeah. It's Shaun the Sheep theme tune. Yeah. I was like, well, he's Shaun the Sheep. Two he's films are good. And then that was just a great film. And I just loved the little baby. Timmy. Timmy. I love Timmy. Oh, I wanted Timmy so bad. Love that guy. Love that guy. All right, next up. Here's Matt. Film four. He's got a little note, doesn't he? Ooh. I do. Only one without a written list. I have paper notes because I'm old. You wow. have nothing because you've got a good memory and you're smart. He's <laughs> new. Yep. Uh, the future is now, old man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my, my fourth film fourth is film. Shatter Island. Ooh. Incredible Shatter film. That's a, that's, a, oh. that's a tense film. This is so a film good. I want to say very little. Actually, no, I will spoil it. Yeah, no, no, it needs to be like Mousetrap. Yeah. You don't spoil. Okay, let's I, uh, yeah. the reveal. Yeah. yeah, there's a twist in the film. And I, I love the fact that I want anyone to watch it having no idea that yeah. there's a twist coming. Yeah, I, and I, I agree with it, that. Yeah. It genuinely blew my mind when yeah. I watched it. I, I was questioning myself. There are, there are some films out there that, when you watch it for the first time mm. and you've got no idea and that twist happens like Shutter Island or Fight mm. Club those mm. kinds of films and it just explodes your face mm. and then you watch it again it's not quite the same whatever mm. but uh, and then you watch a film like that and someone's already told you yeah. and it ruins the whole ruins thing everything. and it's yeah. not a good film then yeah. and I think we have to we have to maintain mm. just in case someone out there doesn't care about spoilers we mm. have to maintain yeah. Okay. The secrecy here, oh, yeah. because it does. It makes film. the film. Yeah, it's incredible. It makes the film. It really does. Such a good. But film. That even even once you know the twist, the rest of the film becomes just that much better, mm. and the details yeah. are incredible. But you watch it again, and you yeah. again you sort of see all the hints. Mm. Oh, I don't really want. To Do you want to give a quick and... synopsis for the folks for folk at home? Uh, yeah, so there's... We quickly had to change the plural to the singular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. So, sorry, to, to Zach editing this. Give him a... It's only me So, there, there are two marshals, I think it's called Teddy Daniels, or which something is, like that. And one of which is Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, the one's marked roughly. Two um, US marshals who are sent to a uh, psychiatric prison, I guess. Mm. Um, to what are they there to this do? Is investigating, investigating, yeah. investigating goings on. Uh, there's, there's a missing inmate. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's a missing yeah. inmate. Yeah. Which isn't important. They're investigating stuff. That's yeah. what uh, And that, that's pretty much it. But stuff happens. That's from such there. a simple plotline. And all yeah, we can tell you. Yeah, but it's the reveal is amazing. Mm, as to what incredible. happens and what's going on, and just even the whole thing's in black and white, isn't it? Am I right saying that? Mm, that's no. film. What am I thinking? Some scenes are. Um, I'm thinking of a completely different film. Yeah. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I think, yeah, carry on. Sorry. Mm, and and Come even the, the flashbacks, the, the trauma that, that Leonardo DiCaprio's character deals with, with the, the loss of his wife. I mean, that's a big thing 
You'll find yeah. out later on. Um, oh, it's incredible. You and will the, find out later on, yes. You will. The details in that film, the director, I can't say a lot of them because That's okay. it, it, hey, it's all good. it requires knowing the twist, and I really want them. I think the fact that you're yearning to tell it shows just how good that film is. <sighs> there are yeah. so and many details. And it's, it's one of these films that tells you the twist constantly throughout the film if you if you rewatch it. Yeah. It constantly tells you the twist, and yet you don't see it because it's so clever. Yeah. Um, and even a small detail... Oh no, I can't say that one. Just don't, don't, don't use spot. Just say, Cal- you know what? It's, it's a good in, film. It's incredible. Go watch. I, look film. at Matt. Look yeah. at the pain he's in right now. I am. I am in pain. That's how this, much you have to watch this film. It's it's so good. Yeah, it's, it's a so great film. Good. I love it. It's a very mm. good film. Mm. Right, you're up. Film four. Yeah. This is different to my other three. That's an interesting have you... film title. Yeah. <laughs> different to the other three. Mm. That'd be a good like. Yeah. That'd be a good indie band name. Mm, Hi, yeah. we're different to us. I'll add it to the list. I have a list of band names. Ooh, That's going on there. Different. Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah, this, this okay. pretty, it's a pretty long list. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, okay, this film is different to the three. Okay. Which have been predominantly World War-y, action-y, emotional still. Sure. Not quite action films, but still quite action-y. This mm. one is called About Time. Dude, that is an incredible oh, film. I'm glad you. I'm yes. glad I get the this film. So on the yes. surface, it's a chick flick, right? Let's not lie about it here. Yeah. The, the plot makes no sense, and it is just completely <laughs> stupid, right? Yeah. When you look at it from that aspect, the plot is yeah. stupid. It goes into a cupboard and travels through time. <laughs> Let me. I'll give you a quick synopsis first. This is a mid 2000s rom com chick flick thing that came out about a guy who it turns out um, his dad, Bill Nye. <coughs> legend I love um, Bill Nye. all the men in the family can travel through time when they mm. go on a cupboard basically they go on a cupboard travel through time go out and they can do what they want and change stuff from then right yeah and that's the whole plot of the film basically and on a surface it looks kind of like your average rom-com he finds out this thing uses it stupidly mm. then uses it well stuff goes wrong gets back in love again end of film but actually, when you look at it like a third or fourth watch, it's not about the romance. Mm. It's not about the really good actress, I can't remember her name, who does a great job with being sort of the, the love interest. And that happens on the side as well. There is still a romance aspect. But when I watch it, the reason I love it so much is it's actually a love story between this guy and his dad. Mm. And it's him saying goodbye to his dad. Because at a certain point in the film, he has to sort of not travel back in time anymore yeah and that means his dad mm. he has to let go of his dad who's dying and he, he's his dad's saying you know what let me go and we'll have one last day together and what that means and then just that love story that bonds between them and helps of him going off on his own for a while but then coming back to his dad again um and just them bonding over this thing they have i just think that's so nice it's great and enough. probably too deep for the chick flick it is <laughs> but i adore it it's a that. great film. And it's just fantastic. I remember watching it the first time going, yeah, it's, it's fine. Watched it a second time with friends and just, whilst they were all laughing and doing other, sort of just, you know, focusing on the surface level, I was just like, it is, it is. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fools, yeah. I was just going, oh, I really like this, <clears throat> this dynamic they've got going on mm. between dad and son. And mm. Bill Nye is just an amazing actor and, mm. and General Snoke, who plays the, um, the son, he's General Snoke in Star Wars. What's his name? Is Andy Serkis. Not General Snoke, no. The, um, um, I know who you mean. General, the what's ginger his name? Dude. Yeah, the ginger dude, not General Snoke. Um, 
Ginger. Hearts. Oh, yeah. Harks, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Star Wars Something package. Yeah. Um, he does an amazing job and just this awkward guy. Donald Gleason. Is that his name? I think so. He's yeah. fantastic anyway. Um, he he does a fantastic job of being this awkward kind of guy who gets these amazing powers and uses them quirkily and kind of awkwardly and <laughs> it kind of works out okay. And but then just Bill Nye being badass and yeah. just being cool and just being awesome and just their connection together is fantastic. So great watch film. That film. Great yeah. film. I need to rewatch it. I I'm glad you said said the thing about you were a bit meh, the first time you watched yes. it. Yes, that's me. I need to rewatch it. You do, and once you approach it with Bill Nye is amazing, mm. and you just want to see more Bill Nye, it becomes so much deeper and so much more emotional. And like, I almost cry when I see it because mm. obviously, you know, I've got a dad and I love my dad and he's fantastic. Mm. And I just watch that as if that's my dad. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, like I want, I'm so glad that I've got that great relationship with my dad. Mm. But it's mm. about building that bond and that stuff and like maybe like how to let go of that and like living mm. your best life despite loss and like having mm. bad days be part of your good days and that stuff. And it's just, ah. Oh, mm. I could go on forever. It's a good film. But I won't because we've got... It's <laughs> yeah. so. a good film. Zach. My final film. Um, it was going to be The Lord of the Rings, all three collectively. <laughs> um, but that was only P5? Well, what? No, no, because they're not Shocking. in order. They're not in order. Oh, okay. They're just existing with one another in perfect harmony. <laughs> um, <laughs> my final film, uh, because now I'm into my bonus categories, um, Darkest Hour. Oh! That Gary Oldman. Yeah, oh, I I need to see it. You've not seen it? No, so good. Film. I've nearly watched so it good. so many times. What you need to do is watch Darkest Hour and Dunkirk back to back. Yeah, I agree. Great. Um, really. I have good. a fun fact about the film, but I'll get okay. there at the end. Okay. Because why don't you right now explain Ooh. to the lady and gentleman um, just what that film is about? Just yeah. Um, it's about it's about Winston Churchill basically, um, and the outbreak of the Second World War. Um, Winston Churchill coming to power coming to be the Prime Minister and then having to deal with Dunkirk, the disaster of Dunkirk that happens right at the beginning of the war um, where the British forces are absolutely obliterated pushed right to the edge of Dunkirk um, literally to die Um, and it's about the the rescue mission to save them all Um, Weirdly, I I think it's not necessarily about Dunkirk as much as it is about Winston Churchill having a vision for what the war will look like yes and yeah putting it out yeah and no one else caring but him knowing it's the right thing to do and doing it anyway and sort of standing against the odds because it doesn't mention Dunkirk very much obviously it happens in the film and we see it as sort of but I'd say it's more of a B plot yeah so so Dunkirk is just kind of the the catastrophe that is happening yeah throughout the film mm. but it is primarily like you say about Churchill and the fact that he's been calling out Hitler for years yeah. going he's an issue he's yeah. going to be an issue um, and then having to deal with the aftermath of Neville Chamberlain trying to appease Hitler and then falling mm-hmm. out of uh, power because that all goes horribly wrong um, him coming into the position of prime minister having to get parliament on his side which is hard to do which is very hard to mm-hmm. do seeing as not many in parliament actually wanted him there because um, his track record was appalling it was bad it just messed up he everything. was a very bad naval commander yeah uh, Gallipoli one of his highlights um, <laughs> and yeah <laughs> massive inverted commas and a lot of sarcasm 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then you have the darkest hour um, kind of speech. We'll fight them on the beaches, mm. um, which is incredibly accurate. Mm. I have to say, and um, I, I love how the whole film kind of pinches up to that moment. Yeah, and yeah, that's the peak of the film. That's what it should. And be. then I, mm. Gary Oldman just bangs it out and delivers yeah. it fantastically, and it just. Beautiful. Yeah, and in the words of someone in the film, he weaponized the English language. Oh, I love that bit. That's a it's just a great film. Bit, yeah. So, very good film. But yeah, watch it back to back with Dunkirk. Fun fact mm-hmm. for that film Gary Oldman is an amazing actor, love him, wore a cool fat suit and everything else to become Winston Churchill, mm. smoked actual cigars on mm. the set, wow. and he smoked about 20 a day. Oh, so, wow. by the end of it, he had a genuine like medical addiction. and he went cold turkey afterwards amazingly wow and after like a week was like shaking and having fevers and everything else but managed to get past it because he was so because he's always smoking a cigar Mm. the classic Churchill Cuban cigar Mm. and so they bought thousands of them for the film and he just smoked through all did not think about that beforehand no but he just he just went for it he just went I'm going to do this and he just went for it and he he, it was his it was his thing Mm. I'm going to do this because he didn't want to do like a herb cigar he wanted to have that cool mm. Churchill cigar moment and have that and also it's a Cuban cigar yeah. <laughs> they're going to give you a free cigar exactly um, but you had to have major withdrawal symptoms at the end wow, of it wow wow <laughs> that's awesome that is yeah. Yeah. so it's not awesome but it's also awesome it is awesome yeah. it's yeah. Gary Oldman <laughs> it's Gary Oldman yeah. yeah that's a really cool fact great film right. your final film final, final film <clears throat> I'm tossing and turning in my head between I'm in a hand between Inception and Arrival. Ooh! I can't. I, both fantastic films. I, I love them both. Either. You've got to pick one, though. I'm sorry. I'm going to choose Inception. I'm Good. purely, yeah. purely because of Hans Zimmer. Oh, um, he sells it again. Yes. Again, it's the score that does it for me. That's a I big agree. theme with me. I love soundtracks. I have a whole playlist dedicated to them. It's like 20, <laughs> 20 hours or something. It's Nolan as well. It's Nolan. Sure yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. He's done some of the best films in history. Absolutely. Heaven hands on it. Absolutely. Again, it's an intellectual film. You you definitely have to watch it at least. You twice. need to pay attention to that film as well. Yeah. It's not a casual viewer. It's so good. Why, Very interesting. Why do you like this film so much? Um, yeah, so I, I like it because it it's intellectual and it makes you think about it afterwards. It's not one of those where you go home and you forget about it the next day. It it demands your attention. It stays in your head. Mm. It does what it says on the tin. It incepts your mind. It does, yeah. Yeah, it's a clever concept, which always is is the thing in Nolan films. Would you like They're to give ladies, ladies and gentlemen uh, a synopsis of, if you can? It's a very I, complicated film I to don't synops- know, yeah, I don't quite know how to describe it. Because I often forget the main plot line and get wrapped up in, in just the incepting. So that there's, there's a concept called inception, which is planting an idea in someone's mind. Mm-hmm. And there's a team of inceptors, I guess. Specialists. The the specialists. specialists. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they set about to plant an idea in, um, I think, is, is it in it's a, a businessman's? In a, bu- a father's businessman's uh, mind. The sons, the sons. Oh, it's the sons. So okay. basically, in this film, there's a father who's dying, is going to pass the business on to his son. Sorry, yeah. So they incept it into the, the son's mind. In order to convince the father to pass it on to him. In order to convince the son to sell the business, okay. rather than keep it going, yeah, um, which they may or may not do successfully, and obviously all the things that go along with that, and mm. what it means to accept someone's mind and be in someone's mind and all that mm. stuff like that. It's fantastic. 
Yet again, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Leo. he has wife issues, less gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, it's a thing of Leo DiCaprio. Have, wife, have wife issues, be in a really complicated film with mm. a massive twist in the middle, um, and just yeah. be amazing acting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and again, it has <clears throat> the main character has, has issues in the past mm-hmm. that keep getting brought up, yeah. and it's how he deals with that. And because this is so much to do with your mind, this film, his mind and the person he's incepting's mind kind of combine and mm. their issues combine and everything else combines and it's just oh it's just chaos and mm. layers and depth and everything else so many it's, layers you cannot describe this film sounds good I and gave you a hard task of describing it but you can't <laughs> describe it really yeah. and the ending again the, the, the key thing with all the films that I've chosen are the endings are sublime and this leaves you you don't actually know the ending mm-hmm. so if you remember it, it leaves on the Spinning top. spinning top yeah and you don't know whether it falls over or not you won't understand that if you haven't seen the film but if you have yeah. you'll know it's, what that means you don't know whether or not they're in a dream or not oh, it's perfect and even the music concludes perfectly on that beat and the music that's probably one of the most famous soundtracks of oh, Hans Zimmer it is probably, probably yeah. the most famous Time by Hans Zimmer is probably the most famous you'll have heard of that of all it's time it's been in BBC everywhere mm. they use it for montage all just time. incredible have you seen this film Zach? I have not Whoa! Oh! I was, you know, I asked you because you were suspiciously quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm letting you guys take the reins on this one. So wait, so just out of curiosity, you've heard it described this film. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it from what we've described? Sounds great. It is, yeah. <laughs> I, I, Did you understand anything we said? Um, I, there's a father and a son and what they're doing and where their business comes into play. That's like a tiny little plot point. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it sounds like a really good film and the Nolan Zimmer mm-hmm. um, it's, axis works incredibly it's, well. It's like the predecessor, the father of Inception. No, of, of Interstellar, sorry. Mm. Yes. I, yeah. And I, it is therefore, if you love Interstellar, you'll adore this film. Mm. Hands down. Okay. Mm. I need to see it. You do. Right now. Pause this window though. <laughs> Three hours later, come back. <laughs> film five. Yeah, you're film up. Film five, you're in. You're up for this. Yeah. So initially, it I better did be have a good one. A couple, I had a couple of films lined up for this. Mm. Can I give you some like my runners up just now? Because mm. why not? I'm the, I'm the last. I'm, I may as well. So yeah. You do your runners up as well. If you have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. right. no, so no, I had no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go for it. Prestige. By Chris Nolan. Yes. Oh, yes. Another great, great film. film. Mm. But yes. there's a lot of Chris Nolan going on, so I'm going to shy away from that. We know how good Chris Nolan is. Let's yeah. shy away from that for now. Yeah. Yeah. I had Dread. Judge, Judge Dread film. Judge Dread. Mm. Mind-numbing, Carl Urban doing shoot-shoot in oh. a big place, killing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> great. Need no more explanation. It's just that. Oh. Switch off. Watch the badass. Don't think about it. Okay. Amazing film. And there's mm. some level of depth to it if you want it. But it's mostly just Carl Urban if you want it. doing yeah, the yeah, Judge yeah. Dread, just going, I, like I am the law. <laughs> right. It comes with a, a warning of Constitution. You need to be stable for this one. It's quite graphic. Okay. So Constitution warning on that one. Um, I also had Enemy at the Gate. Have you seen that film? Sniper film. Yeah, about Jude Law. Jude Law about Vasily yeah. um, Zaitsev, the real-life sniper during um, Stalingrad that was the bane Ooh, of Germans. Wow, okay. Amazing film. I won't say more than that because we don't have time. Yeah. And any of the Daniel Craig year bonds. Yes. Those are all my... Yeah. Oh. But yeah. I decided to go with a film that you mentioned earlier. Mm. First Man. Ooh. Oh, good. Spectacular film. Oh, also another film. Um, Le Mans 66. Mm. Another film on the Paul wish list. Ferrari, otherwise but known as. 
um, first man took it. So I'm a huge space nerd. I'm a huge science nerd. I'm a huge mm. engineering nerd. Yeah. And I love everything Apollo. Mm. I forget. I've got a space pen from that era. My dream watch is like mm. an Omega Speedmaster that they were given to go to the moon. The first, wow. the moon watch. Mm. That'd be a cool watch to have. I love learning about the Saturn V. I, my dream is to get a Saturn V Lego. Oh, that's that's awesome. the next purchase. That's going to be uh, in, in the next few episodes. I'm going to try and get one, and we'll build it up slowly. And oh, <laughs> on that's the awesome. I love that. Love that. I do that now. Of course. Um, <laughs> and then, so I love it. So straight away, I'm already invested in this concept. So first man's about uh, Neil Armstrong and his journey from test pilot to first man on the moon. Um, have you both seen it? Mm. You seen it? Not seen it. Okay, I'll explain it to you. It's Damon Chazelle, one of my favorite directors. Is that who it is? Mm. Well, it's amazingly directed. Mm. Um, and it's about his life and the tragedies that led up to his, his sort of, sort of the, the sort of predestined his arrival to the space program, the space program itself and how it took shape and how it started and formed from its rusty beginnings to its absolute amazing ending. And just the man of Neil Armstrong, who is the only man that could have gone to the moon. The, right, sorry, Ryan Gosling, yes. Amazing actor again, shining out loud with mm. some great watches in that film as well. Rolex, <laughs> Rolex Daytona, uh, and Date Just as well. Fantastic uh, watches. Anyway, um, really great acting, who just nails the character of Neil, who's this shy, thinks invertedly, does not go outward, but mm. just constitution of a rock. Wow. Can do anything, doesn't take anything, mm. and no pressure gets to him. The only man that could have got the guys there, the only man that could have landed it there, the only man that could have done all this stuff, but also this background story about his family and how mm. they cope with it all as well. Wow. And it's just so many layers and just such a great, interesting film, but so accurate and so much cool stuff happening mm. that I just adore. Sounds good. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch yeah. it. You gotta watch gotta it. Gotta watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- like I was shocked by a lot of the background stuff that I didn't know. Yeah. It's quite. It's a dramatic so, story. If you don't know about Neil Armstrong, he's quite a because of who he was. His family life was very difficult because mm. wasn't a very emotional guy, very shut down, very private, even to his own wife and kids. So that leads to a lot of issues with like how to deal with like death and stuff. Because on his way to becoming the first man to the moon, a lot of his friends die. Mm. Um, Shepard and those kind of guys all get killed on tests and various things. And he almost dies a lot as well. Wow. And so how his family deals with that, how he deals with that as someone who's not very emotionally communicative but Ryan Gosling nails the character mm. from what I know about him from a lot of research and just sort of personal <laughs> knowledge from what everybody else is saying about it it's just so him mm. and so Neil that it just absolutely just fascinates the mind to see it and it came out 50 years after 60 years after so 50, 50 years after um, to the year wow. the moon landing came out and it was just fantastic. Amazing visuals, amazing accuracy, mm. acting sublime. Even the um, soundtrack again, yeah, when they're on the way to the moon yeah, and yeah. The, the landing, the, the lander sequence, fantastic sequence. Yeah, spoilers, they, they go to the moon. Okay. Sorry, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, they, if they, I didn't know. They land on the moon, Gosh. I should probably say. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's also some creative licensing. So mm-hmm. those don't know, there's like, a three or four minute blackout period on the moon where they couldn't communicate for a while. 
and they don't really know what happened in that three or four minutes. So in this in this film, they create this thing that happens in three or four minutes. Wow. That's so emotionally amazing. It's not like action, oh crazy, but it's just like they lose comms and do their own thing for like three or four minutes that they make up. But what they do in those three or four minutes is just so heart wrenchingly amazing that it's just so beautiful that you just can't. I won't spoil it for you because it's just. This sounds amazing. like a good film. I want to rewatch it. Mm. I've got a. I've bought. This is one that I've bought on Ultra HD wow. to watch. So we'll watch it at some point. Good. Sounds yeah. like a good film. Good. Yeah. And obviously, Top Gun Maverick was up there too, but we'd already mentioned that. That's another one I bought on Ultra HD. Um, nice. I didn't want to mention that too many times. Hmm. So that's my films. That's five films, five films, five films. Any honourable mentions you want to quickly mention, very quickly? Yeah. These guys won't stay around forever. Uh, Frost Nixon. Oh, good film. Great film. Yeah. Um, and that's probably it. That's pa- it yeah. Passion of the Christ is great. That's a good film. Mm, yeah, 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 good film. Mel Gibson's good. Yeah. I, I have loads of honourable mentions. You have a couple. Uh, Gravity, another space film. Have yeah, you seen it? Have you seen it? I have, oh my I goodness! Enjoy it. The you annoy me. Off. You annoy me. No, bad. but uh, right, we'll I talk mean, about this after. We'll talk George about George Clooney. She could have gone boop, and George Clooney's done. That's no, it. No, 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 why is no. he flying off in space? No, 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 no. We'll talk about this after. Okay, cool. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, Gravity, Arrival. Already mentioned that. Earlier. Good film. I love that film. Uh, Ad like Astra, me. another space. Ad film. Astra, Brad Pitt. Yeah, fantastic film. Thank you. That's oh, a very does not get enough recognition. Yes. We Fantastic film. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, there was another one. Whiplash, another Damon. Oh, so good. I love yes. That film. So good. Sorry about the loudness of the blowing your ears up there, but that is Whiplash is incredible. One of the best films ever. It's mm. so again the ending. Undersought. The ending is perfect. And mm. no one thinks of it. I mm. forgot about it until he said that there. Mm. But it is great film. I mean, what's it? Miles Teller. Yep. Yep. Great actor. And he yeah, and he actually did all of that drumming. And Jackie Simmons, yeah. Yeah. That's an and the. Oh, Double time swing, man. I only know that because of that film. <laughs> and just, film. Yeah. Are you oh, rushing fantastic. or are you dragging? <laughs> so my brother was, I think at that time, we saw that film with, as our family. One more story. Um, we saw that film as a family together. All five of us in the cinema. And my mm. brother was, I think at that time, he just left high school. He was a jazz drummer at that point. Oh, um, wow. And so it really was like quite, wow, quite a cool film for that. Mm. Um, he since left that as a rock drummer and missionary and evangelist and kids worker but wow. you know he's still got that route that's mm. awesome um, and that really that was a really cool film to watch you know the one thing we haven't mentioned what's that Star Wars yes yeah. uh, and the thing is right here's the thing about Star Wars you've owned a can of worms yeah I have I feel like it yeah I'll be a quick like can of worms mm. I don't mind Star Wars but the fact that it's been so much going on recently in the past five years yeah. mm. it's ruined it for me yeah. I can't watch mm. Star Wars anymore because there's so much going on, it's too much about money grabbing, it's ruined the original story, mm. and everything's just kind of like, oh, just give me a break from Star Wars. Do you mm, know what I mean? Yeah. So I used to love it. It was never in my top five, but I used to love it. But now I just can't watch anything anymore. Mm. I just can't. That's fair, that's fair. I'm still a huge Star Wars nerd. I will lap anything to do with Star Wars. <laughs> I even do the new make, stuff? Even the new stuff. Wow. Um, oh, hang on a minute. I think, the, oh. I think the TV series are way better than the films. Oh, that is controversial. The the claim was Mandalorian, uh, Rebels, mm. Andor, Andor. I love Andor. I I still think it's the TV show better. Right. So Zach, quick, in, quick in, Star Wars. Yeah, my head, everything's incredible apart from the new films. Yeah, so <laughs> that's fast. The se- seven, eight, or nine. Yeah, we don't talk about. We them. don't talk about. They, they don't exist. Yeah, they don't never, exist. never. And never. Kenobi. 
Kenobi, we can ditch. I didn't oh, like Kenobi. Either. I I, I liked Kenobi. it because of the character. Ah, oh, they kind yeah. of ruined the character. And I liked the final episode. Uh, Apart from that, they kind of. But if you say to someone, "Hey, watch this TV series. The last episode is great." I'm not watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not watching it. it, it I, the thing that annoys me about Kenobi is the potential. Because yeah. it yeah. could have been so much so good. We begged for that for so many years. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's yeah. been our top 15 films. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed. And it's been our very special uh, Glen Scotia whiskey, whiskey mm. because of our <laughs> very special guest. Thank you very much, Matt. Yeah, thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, no worries. You, know, no you, worries. Did, you took a chance on us. And, uh, <laughs> well, really I think you took a chance on me. <laughs> I could have started spouting propaganda, all of this. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, there's still time for that. We've cut a lot of that out. There is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't help. One it. day we'll release the full 15 minute video of you spouting <laughs> off the propaganda <laughs> from the film Interstellar. Um, <laughs> but no, thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know if you want. A particular topic let us know what your top five favorite films are let us know what you think of our top 15 mm. favorite films and our backups as well um, mm. and how wrong zach is about la la land mm. and, john, and wick. john wick and yeah, most yeah. films really um, yeah. i don't know if zach actually just, likes relevant, relevant <laughs> opinion no thank you for joining us give us a shout on instagram give us a, a rating on apple or spotify what else am i missing uh let us know if you want a certain guest or yep. a certain topic Absolutely. Just tell us. We have it booked out. Last week we said we have to have a female on. Next, next episode. Week. Yeah, good. that'll happen. Yeah. And we have to have Steve Ryan 400. But apart from that, <laughs> the ground is open for yes. topics and for guests. Uh, let us know. Yeah. Great. Great. Do you want to say goodbye? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Thank you. We love you.